0: Drag up that diesel. um, Let's go diesel.
1: Um. Has Wentz even said anything?
0: He can't, Cliff. He can't. He got to wait till the league year start. He can't. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: You can't tweet nothing.
2: Can't do nothing. I mean, for, for, for real, for real, the commanders haven't even really tweeted anything out about it. Like they tweeted one jersey swap, but they, they haven't done no like profiles or interviews Great. or anything like that. I think until no, the league year none starts, of the teams they're. Like they didn't like even tied. do nothing
0: with Russ yet. They can, they, you can't post nothing. You got to wait till they make it official. The, exactly. exactly.
1: Now they took a picture with Russ.
0: No, that was his agent.
1: That was his agent with um, Seattle?
0: Yeah, that was his agent. Okay, okay. The team can't post them, but it, I, clearly he was Well, Russell
1: said something, though, right? He's.
0: He just said goodbye to Seattle. He ain't said nothing about. Um,
1: about, okay,
0: okay. But nothing like that.
2: <laughs> Senator Wilson probably had his press secretary put out a statement about it. Old politician ass. You know what's West- funny? It's,
0: it, hold on. It's funny you said that, Cliff, because um, she did said that shit to Coolie. He was like, Has Wentz said anything? Like,
1: Dog, want to be here. this is a weird. <laughs> well, I don't even think it's a matter of being happy to be. see. Let's see. She and people got to stop with that shit, man. They got to stop with that. This guy, if you really think about Wentz's career, it's weird because he cooked the shit out of us that year that he um, almost won MVP. The nigga look, kind of looked the way Josh Allen looks hmm. now, right? like just making crazy throws, he's probably devastated. <laughs> no, you know, real shit, though, because he got traded to Indianapolis. He thought that was going to like be how his career got back on track, even though when you go and look back, Wentz only had one bad year. It kind of like – He reached out like, to
0: Ursae, too, Cliff. I don't know if you heard that or not, if y'all heard that, but apparently he tried to call Ursae prior to getting traded. Well, listen. Tried to mend fences and all that shit.
1: They get no on believe. our owner. They get on our owner. This nigga's a crackhead dog. <laughs> you can't forget that. <laughs> like that just can't be forgotten about. Right. right. Not
2: even like some tongue in cheek crackhead. Like right. no, this is some real deal hardcore rock. This man was smoking and in injured like for real. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: we have to remember that about that guy. Oh. All right. right. I don't know. It, it don't. It doesn't really sound like necessarily. But but go back to what I was saying. He thought going to Indianapolis. Okay, Frank Reich has my back. Up until the last two weeks of the season, no one was talking about him being gone, Mm -hmm. and it kind of looks like they're just blaming him for why their season ended the way it did. Oh, they are hundred percent. But in the same way, the Eagles basically blamed him, right? But Wentz wasn't that bad last year. They it seemed like they had to hide him. But he's probably really blown. Oh, he's devastated. Because he if you would told that dude three years ago, this is where his career would be. Ever since Nick Nick Foles went nuclear in the play, I should actually I shouldn't be saying that in the current times. Ever since Nick Foles, <laughs> <laughs> ever, si- ever since that three game stretch by Nick Foles, it hasn't been the same for once, man.
2: Nah, you're right. You're absolutely right. If you think about it, <laughs> Nick Foles won the ship, got the statue, and then they drafted Jalen Hurts to replace him. I mean, he's always kind of being uh, undercut by the franchise, and uh, if everything we've heard about Wentz and his tendencies is true, then I don't see how he handles that well. Um, we'll get into all of that, but I feel what you're saying. But kind of the counter that, and if you're looking for a silver lining in this, you know, he was the second overall pick in Philly. He kind of delivered them a ship. Things kind of Fell apart from there, then he gets traded to Frank Wright and Indy, and you know he's supposed to be back with his guy. It didn't work out there, so that's twice you kind of failed out in places where you thought you had a, a, a backing in the building. So maybe a humbling, is what he needed, and what better place to get humble than nation's capital? Am I right? Okay, uh, but I here's mean, the
1: thing, though. Here's <laughs> the one part you're you're missing, though. On that, it seems like in both cases, it's the owner that wanted him on.
0: That's what I was about to say, man. Like, did he right? technically? Did he really end the season bad? The dude threw twenty-seven and seven. Yeah, he finished poorly in those last two games. But like you mentioned, Cliff, he got all the blame. But nobody mentioned how the defensive coordinator that just got a head job in Chicago, head coaching job in Chicago, his defense was getting exposed by the Jaguars, and all the focus was on wins. So it's kind of crazy how that, how he's getting all the blame. And the rumor out there was apparently Reich and the general manager Ballard wanted him back. I don't know about this narrative of, you know, catching all the blame. I I, I just, I, I don't know if that's the way they should go about it because clearly it was the owner that was
2: tired of them. It's entirely possible that what we're hearing now is true because remember there were stories out of Philly kind of when things fell apart there. And I actually saw on Twitter, I forgot who said this. Um, I think it was uh, Jamal. He tweeted out that in 2017, while Wentz was injured and Foles was leading them to the bowl, He had been complaining about some shit like, you know, I'm so blown they're winning without me, yada, yada. And an (laughs) undisclosed player, like, stepped to him. Somebody who's also hurt that season. I found out that junk was Sproles. I'm like, yo, can you imagine five, six Sproles, like, trying to, like, slam dunk (laughs) Carson Wentz, 6'4", 240 ass in the locker room? But here's
1: the thing, though. (laughs) Wentz was right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, like, even – so him being mad about the team winning, it turned out he was right. Because up until because if you think about their playoff run, their first game, I think, was against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And Foles was not that good. Not that good. Foles, he was terrible. Foles, he was terrible. Foles did not play well for real till that um I think the second playoff game. So it wasn't like Foles was out here cooking. Everybody thought, oh, Wentz is the MVP of the league. Then this bum, <laughs> like like real shit. This guy's a bum, Nick Foles. He only—this is the only time he, he's basically made money off having. Then he had that one year. He had like twenty-eight touchdowns, like two picks or some shit.
3: Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, and then he had
1: the, the Super the the couple playoff games. He basically lost the city off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh
3: huh.
1: Lost the locker room. But apparently, there's other reasons why he has issues in the locker room.
0: But you also can't be in the locker room talking about I'm blowing my team is winning without me, bro. Like that's the yeah, you gotta most. You got to keep it to yourself. Yeah, you keep it to yourself. Shit ever. like, fuck you, gotta, you, about you
2: better that. tell that shit to your wife.
0: Yeah, come on, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's something that you definitely keep to yourself, especially when y'all the one seed, y'all making a run, and you know, it's, like it's Nick Foles. You know, it's, it's like an improbable story, and you being bitter and salty on the sideline. Ain't nobody trying to hear that, man. They trying to get their rings and their little bonuses and shit. So keep that yeah, shit to yourself.
1: But it's different for the thing in the end is we know it's different for the quarterbacks. Yeah, and if, and, and what are the chances that someone in his situation, this is someone that was a number two pick, was headed for an MVP season very early in his career? How old was Wentz that year?
2: Well, he's twenty nine now. That's five yeah. years ago. Twenty four. Are
1: you twenty four? <laughs> You're about to win the MVP of the league, <laughs> and you lost
0: the city. Had a whole division on notice.
1: You mm-hmm. lost the city. Mm-hmm. This—that's yeah. really never happened to anyone. Well, it happened to another number two pick, but he wasn't <laughs> playing MVP. <laughs> the, the funny thing is the parallels between Wentz and Griffin, and uh-huh. right? so shit like that, because that's some shit. Griff was saying,
2: "Yeah," and it was ten years to the day we traded for Griff. Or for the rights to the draft Griff, so fitting <laughs> uh that's crazy that's great but anyway let, let's talk about the actual details of the trade um by now you know it's two-thirds one of which can be a second uh swap of second round picks in 2022 and we're also taking on 28 million dollars of his cap hit this year no guaranteed money for the duration of his contract in the following two years um I'm not trying to uh, say that we should care about the cap because cap is kind of a myth anyway. And, you know, that's the going rate for starting quarterback, but would you prefer to see them use the assets elsewhere for another quarterback?
1: Um, I think it depends, man. I think it depends. I think I said this to y'all after the trade quarterback seems to be the one position where everything is just solely about our perception of the player. It's always, it's and it's stats be damned, right? <laughs> the stats don't matter for some guys. They, they're they brought up for other guys. So if you don't like Wentz, then you ignore certain stats. If you, so, Cousins is like so, sort of similar, right? People don't think Cousins is a good thing. Like there are people who are very skeptical of Cousins, right? But when you go check the numbers, the advanced numbers, Cousins is up there, right? Like it, it's not arguable. Do you think cousins can win you a Super Bowl? That's like a different conversation, but we only Man, do that, I'll... right? But but <laughs> what does that mean though? Can this person win you a Super Bowl?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I think that's the I think that becomes the problem when you really think about it, right? Because if if you said to someone, "Can Matt Stafford win a Super Bowl?" If you said that five years ago, I don't think anybody really would have said yes. People right. can pretend now like they would. Yeah. If you check Wentz's numbers. His advanced numbers. He's with Carr in those people. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the Colts, like that's the weird thing about the Colts. The Colts, the owner wanted him gone. People are like, well, you should get once for free. But how can you say you should get once for basically nothing when his numbers show
0: that he's not terrible? I don't understand that narrative of saying you should get wins for free. Like this dude regardless of people's perception of him, he threw 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 3,500 yards. I don't know the last time we had a quarterback do that here in the Hazus Capital. Um, right. And also, this narrative of we could have got this guy or he was going to be released and we paid too much, like, sometimes that's just the going rate right for a starting quarterback. And I'd rather be, I'd rather our team secure a quarterback than be on the outside looking in like we've been for several years and roll into 2022 with Taylor Heineken starting in the fall. Like, there's no way this team could have afforded to do that, let alone his coaching staff. So, I'm not really one to be concerned over the picks. I don't think y'all are either. Um, it is interesting that if he plays 70% of the snaps, it bumps up to a second-round overall pick. That is kind of interesting because, I mean, I guess we should all be expecting him to play a full 17, hopefully, fingers crossed, if he's healthy. Um, yeah. But I don't think the conversation was a problem, man. When you when you really when you look at it, the team probably knew they, were, they weren't going to get Watson. They wanted Russ. There was no chance of getting him. He wasn't going to weigh the no-trade clause. So when you look at the remaining quarterbacks that were available, trade options and out there free agency, I mean, if we being honest, regardless of Wentz's flaws, he was probably the best remaining option out there.
1: And, and it is, it's is—it's weird because i seen that clip of Dan Rolofsky where he's like, Wentz is playing. This season is going to determine whether Wentz is a starter in the NFL. Right? But remember, I sent y'all that, that text with the – the, some of the Q, like the QBR numbers with him and Derek Carr, mm-hmm. right? They're essentially, They've essentially had a very similar last five years. They're pretty much on par. I think Wentz has finished ahead of him a couple times. Wentz yep. is expected expected um, points added. He's he's not like at the bottom of the league, right? Mm-hmm. He's a starting NFL quarterback. This is what Absolutely. it costs to trade for a starting NFL quarterback. Yep. Is he top ten? Like we would have had to trade more for Derek Carr. Absolutely. But the perception of Derek Carr is very different from Wentz. absolutely, Cliff. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all it really. It's weak. like quarterback is a weird position when it comes to how it's covered. <clears throat> it really is. Because nah. even Cousins, somebody like even somebody like Cousins, who people are very skeptical of, if a team traded what was traded for once for Cousins, people wouldn't even bat an eye. They would have been like what a steal
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you can hear him now over on 106 oh my god
1: like, <laughs> it, so like we could like when it comes to advanced numbers in other sports it's treated like this would be this kind of trade in other sports <clears throat> would actually be treated like a steal
0: mm-hmm. absolutely just, Cliff. it just is what it is i'm not i'm not gonna lie y'all know i mean we got to chat. When the train went down, I was, I was speechless. Like, I was actually –
1: You were sick. I, I was sick. I was devastated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but whole time, like I said, Cliff, when you take a step back, and Paul, you know too, like I'm keeping it a buck. Like, we only have so many options. And like we said, Rivera mm-hmm. and this coaching staff could not go into this fall with Heineke and just a rookie. So, if this coaching staff feels like they can get the best out of Carson Wentz, I mean, hey, who are we to say they can't get it done? And we've seen Wentz actually have – He's played some good football. Obviously, we know he has his missteps here and there with the turnovers and doing dumb shit, real Kirkish type plays. But I mean, we, we could have done a lot worse than upgrading the car to Carson Wentz. So
2: yeah, right. I'm, I'm glad you go ahead, Cliff. No, go no, down, Paul. Go ahead. I was gonna say, um, Corey, I'm glad you said that. Because people don't understand that there was a market developing for Carson Wentz. I think Absolutely. it was Diana Rossini had reported that the day after we mm-hmm. traded for him, or maybe the day, the night of whatever it was. But You know, our initial offer was a fourth and a sixth, right? I don't think Mm -hmm. anybody would have a problem with that. But that's the price of a quarterback, a starting quarterback that nobody wants. When the musical chair game starts and the music starts and people start going around these chairs, first you see Wilson go down, right? So you're scrambling. Mm -hmm. That was the number one plan. So now it's on the plan B. If their plan B was Carson Wentz instead of Trubisky or Jameis, it is what it is. This is the price. There's a market for him. Other teams probably felt similar about him. The price goes up. Is it more than I wanted to give up for a Carson Wentz type quarterback? Yeah, it is. I personally thought in the moment that I would have preferred a Jameis Winston level quarterback or a Andy Dalton. It wouldn't have been attractive or fun for the fans. What? People, it would have been less money Did you just say and Andy no picks. Dalton? I gotta hit Paul. I gotta Listen. hit you
0: with the I gotta hit you with the what
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hear what y'all saying. I hear what y'all saying. But let me finish let me finish. Let me finish. Would you rather have Carson Wentz and his projected let's call his projected production. Let's just say he does something similar to what he does last year. Or you get a slightly worse version of that for less money and giving up no picks. In the moment when it happened, that's what I thought. But when I heard there was a mark for Carson Wentz, it made more sense to me. If we get a 27
0: and seven from Wentz, I will take that. We had a quarterback last year that went 20 and 15.
2: Okay. But Corey, we we can't keep pointing to 27 and seven and being like, oh, he's so good. We know Carson Wentz has faults. And I know what the advanced metrics say, but whatever the eye test is with Carson Wentz, it nah, doesn't pass it for me. Exactly, we all, we have my, all said Paul, in this chat privately for years that we didn't think Car- Carson Wentz was good. We got to stand by that. But, Paul, that that's
1: my whole point. That's my whole point. We could say eye test all day. Y'all know my opinion on Wentz. I've literally – I called that nigga – white EJ manual we've
2: been throwing around ginger Eli in this chat for five years now but here's the deal though see
1: here's the deal though we just played and we could talk about eye test all day but this is the funny thing about eye test there are people who are more optimistic when they watch Taylor Heineke play than they are with Wentz that's fucking crazy that's absurd and there are like like People have a much more positive point of view of mm-hmm. Heineke than they do Wentz. Right? Like, would y'all agree?
0: They do, Cliff. And I just think that's absolutely absurd. That's that's just crazy to me. And I'm not, not I'm not trying to knock Heineke, but the tools, the skill, the skill level, arm talent, just the overall body of work, he's not better than Carson Wentz. And
1: it's not even close. It's, but, it's, it's but yeah, go ahead. I say all Cliff. that to say this. If you like, this is what's weird. Like here, I am someone who has never been a Wentz fan, but I said this the other the other day. It's like this seems to be the one position where whether you're a fan of the player, mm-hmm. if you're not a fan, then nothing else matters.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. If you go check his numbers, it's literally top twelve QBR outside of one season. Right. Like outside of the the last year in Philly, his numbers are solid. Mm-hmm.
0: We haven't had the bombs we've been putting under center around here, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, should we name them? I don't think we need to go off, but come on now. We a can't list throw- of Garbage. Go ahead,
1: we haven't been able to throw the ball over 20 yards down the field on a regular basis.
0: Mm-hmm. No, our quarterback throws the ball down the field and he gets Terry McLaurin concussed because he's telling him to go deeper <laughs> as if he's going to throw it 70 yards or <laughs> 45. But go ahead, Cliff.
1: So he's a starting NFL quarterback. Whether you think he's what level or this level? I know one thing. I think there are certain teams that had they traded for once, people would have just would have been more positive about it. Mm-hmm. I know that much. I know yeah. when we generally make moves, there is a negative reaction.
0: All the time. Period. All the time. But let Pittsburgh have made that move. Oh, my. I mean, what, what an organization. I mean, I'm sure they can get the best out of Wits. Yeah. But Washington
2: does it all. What are they doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got the most out of fucking Taylor Heineke. Thank
2: you. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a positive to look to. I mean, Taylor mm-hmm. Heineke was on the couch not that long ago, getting ready for his I don't know advanced bio degree or whatever the hell it was, and in within a year he's a starting quarterback. And Scott Turner made him look semi competent. I'm not he's saying that going to turn around the Carson Wentz because he has a lot of issues that for years he hasn't really figured out yet. So what you see might be what you get with Carson Wentz. And while I don't Necessarily agree with the stronger arm equals more productive quarterback argument here. I do think he's better than Heineke. I don't know how much better, but he is better. He That's is he significantly, significantly yeah, it's not better. Even
1: this is not even a conversation. No,
3: he, no, it's not a conversation.
1: No, no, no. I, I Paul, will not go Paul, into it right now. Me, Paul, you don't see eye, no. to eye on that. Paul, okay, we okay. are going That's into this. Paul, right we sat right there now. and watched We Heineke are going to stop week. this cover. You're not going to stop saying stuff like that.
2: Okay. Period. Let me, say my point. Let, me, let me say my piece, and then y'all can can roast through the facts all you want. I said this on the podcast with Chris a couple days ago, and I've said this to you guys privately, right? Just because somebody has a stronger arm doesn't make him a better overall quarterback with, air, with better overall cool. production than the person mm-hmm. he's replacing. Right. Because sure. while right. ta- will right. Let me finish. Let me finish. Because while Taylor Heineke has a Chad Pennington-like arm, this man can't throw the ball more than 20 yards without the joint getting caught in the breeze. He does other things well that make up different gaps in his game. And while Carson Wentz has a cannon, he doesn't do some things as well as Taylor Heineke and he has been in the system for three years and that's all I'm saying. Got a question for you, Paul, got a
1: question for you, Paul. Where, where can you show me that Heineke is, it's not buried out in the stats for their careers. It's not buried out in their physical abilities. So how is this even a conversation? Okay, this, like, but this, this is what I mean. See, this is what I mean. You're saying this about Heineke. Heineke was bottom third in the league in every fucking quarter. Every man. fucking every category. Single one. <laughs> so like when you're like, Heineke's doing things well, what do you mean? So okay, but, 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 no, do you know what the conversation about him turns into? It kind of reminds me of how people talk about Daniel Jones. It's like, okay, you think these things, he's doing these nice things, but look at our offense this season for most of the year and look at his actual numbers. They stink.
2: Yeah, okay, but who won't? We Carson Wentz's uh, completion percentage is, like, in the low 60s. And while I understand he goes deep way more, so he's bound to have a lower completion percentage, which I'm fine with that. If we're pointing to numbers... Carson once was 30th in the league in completion percentage.
1: But, here's the thing. So here, here's the thing. Completion percentage, I don't want to hear about it. I was
2: about to say, we okay. got to throw okay. that one out the window. As far wait, as stats. Whoa, Cursons whoa, whoa, Cursons whoa, whoa, like, whoa, 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 no, no, whoa. out so the, windows, the window, so when y'all facts, it's, it's, I mean, Kirk no, Cousins no, no, had Paul. like a 68 completion percentage or Paul. something like that. Does that make Paul. him a great quarterback? No, no, but I'm saying if you're playing the numbers Paul. game, we have to play the numbers game, right? No, no. Fuck that
1: number. Paul. <laughs> no, No, because that is like, there are so many other numbers that illustrate that Wentz is not as bad as we all say is, and I'm not even saying it's a good trade because I told y'all if we if Carson Wentz is our Week One starter, I'm done with this organization. And you still right, here,
0: Cliff? Come on, dog. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. I got,
1: I got, to I got to hear from the team first. I need, I need y'all to explain your thought process. That's all. I haven't heard from.
0: I already know what Rivers going to tell us, but we'll hear it on Wednesday.
1: For Here's sure. the thing, Paul. EPA. Wentz, eleventh. Burrow, ten.
0: Mm.
1: Kyler Murray, 12. Wentz was 11. All right. Mm. Heineke was 22nd. Jesus. Right above Ben Roethlisberger. Three. Okay. You go back. 2020, Wentz was pretty terrible. Wentz was really bad in 2020. Really bad. Everybody acknowledges that. Mm. Right? His 2020 season, if you look at all his advanced numbers, that one looks like an actual aberration. He was. He is in that tw- eight to twelve range every other season, except for the one season where he was first in the league in most of these numbers. Mm. Heineke is nowhere near this player. The only difference is, do we have? We had no expectations for Heineke, none
0: at all. Perception, Cliff. Like you say, perception. If you don't like a person, they you, you're just, he's never going to get any credit. And if we keep it in the bucket, and again, I'm not. I'm not sitting here pretending to be the biggest Carson Wentz fan. Y'all know that I'm not the biggest Wentz fan either, but. All we've been asking for is average QB play for the last three, four, however many years, if I'm not. He's an average QB. All, All of us. We didn't get average QB play from Heineken. So if Carson Wentz can come in here and give us at least average quarterback play, give us an opportunity to make some plays down the field, which we did not have, that's going to allow Scott Turner to open up this offense. And there's going to be more opportunities for this team to put points on the board. So yes, Wentz does not have everything in the toolbox. He does do some stupid shit. We know that, but. You could do a lot worse than Carson Wentz, and I think we've been witnessing that that last three, four, however many years, we've been searching for a quarterback. So,
1: when I think about Wentz and the dumb shit he does, dumb shit, right? You know who what he is? Kirkish. He's Kirk twenty seventeen ish. No, but here's the thing, though, Kirk twenty seventeen. If you we would take that production, we
2: mm-hmm. just don't like Kirk. <laughs> All right, let me throw this question to you guys. Um, do you think that Scott Turner should change the offense to cater to what Carson Wentz does? Or do you think they should try to indoctrinate him into what we're trying to do? Because I, I have, like no, I have no way off. of
1: answering that. I, I have like no way that. Offense.
2: I'm sorry, go ahead. So what you're going to say? Answering that.
1: I have no way of answering that. Look at the QBs he's had here. I don't even know what his offense is.
0: Thank you. Thank
1: you. To be honest with you. I don't. I'm kind of glad you
0: asked that too, Paul. Because we're finally seeing Scott Turner with an actual... NFL quarterback with the toolbox. So we don't know what the offense is going to be. Uh, like. Yeah, I just
1: I don't know. Like, we, he, we had Alex Smith who couldn't throw the ball over 10 yards and couldn't move.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: I was just going to say, keep in mind, last year when we were 2-6, and six, Scott had to go back to the drawing board and scrap the entire offense that he wanted, and we became a predominantly run. you know, we were running the ball more than we were throwing it because he couldn't trust the quarterback. So now he's got somebody that can actually, you know, make some plays down the field or can actually throw an out route and not throw it looking like a duck. So, we, I mean, we got to see what Scott wants to do, but I think he now, he now he has a quarterback with an opportunity to make some more plays.
2: Facts, facts, facts. All right, let's take it to the draft now. Um, obviously, this kind of um, puts into question what we're going to do um, round one, pick 11. I'm on the record of saying that if Malik Wills is there at 11, I would still go for it. Any other quarterback? No, sir, I'm good. I'll just take best player available. What do you guys think? you think quarterback is still possibly in play at pick 11? Personally, me, I don't think it's in
0: play anymore. Um, I think there's still, a, there's still a chance that they may potentially draft a quarterback. could be second round. It could be a situation where we might trade out of 11 and get a quarterback. But I think right now, knowing Riverboat, the way we know Riverboat in these first couple of years, he's probably looking at it like we got our veteran. Uh, let's find another playmaker or potentially some beef up front or potentially a uh, Playmaker on the defensive side of the ball. I don't see a situation where this team is looking to draft a rookie with the 11th overall pick, especially with us giving us that uh, giving up this what pick do we give the third round pick and then next year's third. So we've already lost draft draft capital for this year. We already didn't have a fifth round pick. So I don't see a situation where they're probably going to draft a quarterback at 11. I mean, they could, I, but I, I just don't I see would it. be very disappointed if they
1: drafted a the quarterback. This is that would be a poor use of resources. Period. Cause at that point, then I'm like, why the fuck did you trade for Wednesday? Yep, exactly.
2: Even for Malik Willis, if something miraculous happened and a maybe transcendent talent quarterback fell into your lap and still wouldn't do it.
1: Right, but here's the thing, here's the thing. It's very clear that the league is very skeptical of these quarterbacks. Mm -hmm.
2: Facts.
3: Facts.
1: If, if, If Willis was to fall to 11, I can understand the argument for drafting him, no doubt. But that would mean that your first, your first and third pick of this draft With the wouldn't be on yep. the field. Like exactly. they'd be, like, it just wouldn't make sense. Because yep. what are you? Because that almost tells me you don't plan on winning this year.
0: And if you truly want Wins to succeed, I would think you'd want to beef up the playmakers right. around him, or at least give him a little bit more protection or something to help the defensive side of the ball. Like like Cliff just said, drafting a quarterback at eleven. You use you just use two resources for quarterback position. And I I just don't think that's I don't, that's I don't smart. think
1: that makes sense. I I think you you traded for Wentz. You took the money as well.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: You I think you just gotta you fucking you you, you put you already put your bet in. Mm-hmm. You got your ticket in your hand. Hmm. It is what it is now, right? If if we if for whatever reason, so. I actually was thinking about this the other day on my walk to work. It's like, what is the best case scenario here? Like, what do y'all think the best case scenario is in
2: this one's deal, like realistically? You want the long answer or the short answer? (laughs) The,
1: The answer you'd like to give.
2: Okay. The long answer is he comes here, he's humbled, He understands he doesn't have to be the leader of this team because we have McLaurin and Chase and John Allen. He just kind of fits into the role that he has here. He focuses on getting better at football. He becomes a little bit of what he used to be, maybe not 100% of what he was in 2017, 2018, but gets back to some of that dynamic playmaking. We draft some weapons for him in the first and second round, maybe sign a receiver in free agency. He leads an offense that doesn't need that much more to become a force in this NFL. And we end up, I don't know about extending him, but maybe guaranteeing some money on the contract for the last two years of his deal and then seeing where we go from there. The worst case scenario is that everything goes left. We go four and 13. Front, all I, did his, ask about,
1: I did not ask about the worst case scenario.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> no, because, no, I, no, 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 no ready for that worst case nah,
1: shit. But, No, the reason I say that is because the reaction to the trade is overall been so negative. I don't really, care. like, I get, that, I get that everybody thinks it was a bad trade. I am, try, I am trying to see this trade from their point of view, mm-hmm. right? You made the trade. A year ago at this time, I was like, why the fuck would a team trade for Carson Wentz? He was like the worst, one of the worst QDs in the league last year. Coach trade for him up until the end of the season. People thought he was going to be their starter for a couple mm-hmm. of years. So everything I've heard about the trade is like this is a bad trade. People get into like
0: the semantics of it. What, what, what do you think, Corey? I'm just—I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not—I'm I'm gonna avoid the worst case scenario like Paul just did. I think there's a there's a scenario, and I'm not trying to be a homer. There's a scenario where Carson Wentz actually does work out for this team. Like like I said earlier, we're not—we don't need him to come in here and be a top five quarterback. We're just asking him to come in move the chains, be a above average or average to above average quarterback and get the job done. We're not asking ones to come out here and, you know, be Superman like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. That, he's not that type of quarterback no more. He's had too many injuries and obviously, you know, he's had his ups and downs and he's not that he's, he's not that guy to do that stuff. But I, I, I truly feel like working with Scott Turner, and y'all know I'm a Scott Turner fan. I really feel like Scott Turner can work with this guy and we could get, he could get the ball rolling with his offense. Um, now, as far as extension, like Paul mentioned, I don't, I, I, I'm i not going to read that. I'm not going to go that far just yet. Uh, he's still signed for three years, so I know there's no guarantee money after this year, but I think there is a scenario where Wentz comes here and actually plays good football. Like Paul said, maybe he will be a little humbled. I'm sure he's actually blown about leaving Indianapolis because just recently I saw a couple of videos he was out throwing a football with his teammates, with Michael Pittman, working with Jonathan Taylor and all them, like he was ready to go back to Indianapolis. So I'm sure this is, this has probably hit Wentz, in, he's probably in a little shock right now, you know probably upset about the situation but hopefully he, mm-hmm. he's open to it coming into a situation where he's going to be playing his old team that drafted him he's going to have an opportunity to play the Colts again this year you know trying to prove the doubters wrong but all the mm-hmm. negative stuff that we're seeing about this strain and people saying we overpaid and it, it's just not going to work out I, I, I just can't say that because we won seven games with Taylor Heineken like mm-hmm. right a quarterback that's gone 20 and 15 and again, I, again Paul I'm not just trying to focus on the stats but I'm just saying like Wentz is a He's a quarterback. He's a real NFL caliber quarterback. So there's an opportunity for him to come in here and make some plays for us. And we can make a little noise. But obviously, they got to surround him with a little bit more talent. But I'm a little optimistic. I'm more optimistic than I was three days ago. I can tell you that.
2: Let me add to that real quick. Not only is he probably blown that he didn't leave Indianapolis. He probably should understand at this point, this is probably his last chance to be an NFL Absolutely. starting quarterback. Like, Absolutely. you got washed out in Philly. Circumstances, some out of your control. Some weren't. Same thing happened to Indy. You're 29 years old. You're on your third team in, like, 14 months,
3: mm-hmm. technically.
2: And if, you, if it doesn't work out here, you become the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. You become the new, I don't know, Rick Meyer. Insert name of a veteran wow. quarterback that bounces around <laughs> for, like, a name drop. And it's everybody's back. He's the new Blaine Gabbert. You'll be the Blaine Gabbert no, for the rest of your day. No, you know Blaine no, is boo-boo. No, yeah, no, I, I know he's boo-boo. But what I'm saying no, is see, you'll just become I mean. the quor- You'll just become the quarterback that bounces around from team to team, being a backup for the rest of your career. That's what I'm saying. And a spot I, starter I, because Vince was a spot no.
0: times. But Paul, no, he had a bunch of suit. I mean, if we if we going off what we've heard, like there were other teams that I were truly interested in winning. So depending on what kind of year he has this year, I don't know if we can say he won't have another opportunity after you know.
2: Okay, depending but, on what we Cor- what he does here. But. Okay, course, But what I'm saying is, if, if things go left here, if if once has another season la- like last year. Where he has good stats, but for whatever reason, it's clear that the coaching staff can't trust him, and he ends up getting out of a job. Do you think somebody's going to trade picks, or somebody's going to be acquiring him next next spring, or somebody going to be like, "Now nah, we got to find better than Carson Wentz"?
3: It depends.
1: I like that part. That part for me is like a different conversation because once you lose your job, it, it becomes easier to lose your job. So, it's it to me, it's like a different thing. I don't think it's a matter of, like, another, t- another team wouldn't have to trade for him. He would be a free agent, most likely. Right? So, that would be a completely different scenario, different quarterback class. Like, we don't know what the quarterback class is going to be like. But I hear what you're saying, Paul. My thing is, his career, he was a number two pick who really, his career as a whole, he has been an average to above average quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, if you take his career on the whole right yep right it's to me it seems like a lot of the things with wentz are not necessary with the exception of that shitty year two years ago in philly where philly had other issues on their team look at that season we look at everything as a whole he's probably been average to above average qb like Derek Carr. so he will most likely be average to above average but that's with everything that comes with it being Carson West. That means there's going to be great throws. There's going to be fucking,
0: why the fuck did you do that, please? And it's going to be some, how did he make that throw plays? Mm-hmm.
1: But going back to what Corey said, the difference is in Philly, he was supposed to be the savior. that traded up for him, mm-hmm. right? In Indy, they traded for him as a team that thought, oh, like we have, they had much bigger aspirations in the way their season turned out. Got gotcha. yeah. Right? This coming here, he will be such a visual upgrade Mm -hmm. over the shit we've seen around here. Yes. that I feel like the minute the games start, we're going to be like, shit, we haven't had a quarterback that can throw a fucking dig in like seven years. I can see Paul now in the basement.
0: Damn, you see that out route D3? Come on,
1: dog. So like, just like the bar, the bar is going to be so low for him here. I feel like unless he was to start terribly, he's going to surpass our expectations.
2: Absolutely. Maybe him coming here is is for the best. If you say that it was hard for him to succeed in places like Philly because he's a savior and Indy because he had, you know, such a great team, a well-built team by a well-built organization um, surrounding him plus his head coach. He comes here. There's absolutely no expectation for him to succeed. Yeah. You know, if he can just survive the fans that want him to fail already, then he'll at least surpass expectations, which is being better than Taylor Heinke which he is. Not even just the fans, though. Like, everybody, media, all national, right. the national – Right. Everyone's expecting him to come Nationally, right. Yep. Oh, yeah. You, so, see, your, you see your man, um, Mike Wilbon, talking about, I can't wait to see it fail I miserably. Sure, I sure but, did. Right. And he's going right. to but, talk with his bum-ass Bears. But we'll leave that but alone. You,
1: but, you, but that's the thing about that. That means – that any like just like with heineken where it was that's like breaking
0: news probably. anything sh- whoa
1: what's the what we got
0: amari cooper just got traded to cleveland browns Wowzers! poor guy poor guy Wowzers! Damn. now he gotta go play with baker mayfield jesus poor guy what's the compensation hmm. i don't see it yet it just flashed hold on
1: my Cliff. Nah, i mean that's breaking news it is what it is now, nah, but just like with Heineke, where we had the expectations were pretty much non-existent. I, I said to see y'all in the chat, when is the last time that the fan base all agreed collectively on something personnel-wise? Whether it's us hiring a coach, who starts a quarterback, who we pick in the draft, whatever. This is the first time the whole fan base was like, we don't like something. <laughs> like This is fucking terrible. <laughs> Everybody, to a uh-huh. man, this is terrible. This yeah. I don't like this trade. Why mm-hmm. did we keep the money? Why didn't we get them for less? Why did we guarantee? It's, what all the picks we gave
0: thing? up? <laughs> so and we paid the full twenty-eight million.
1: So the bar is going to be so low for him mm-hmm. that I have a hard time seeing him like. Like not meet the lowest stations we have. I think the problem is gonna be that just like Kirk, we're gonna be reminded what it's like when you Especially don't know what your quarterback's gonna do. Especially in the crucial moments, yep. Right. Why the fuck did you throw it in the double coverage on first and 10 inside the, the red zone? Why, why did you do it? Why the
0: fuck did he just flick the ball? You, why did he just throw it away?
1: Right, you just, you just made six great plays.
2: And then just oh, gave the ball away. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, so, don't interrupt. F- did y'all see the compensation for Cooper? I just How, sent it to that, you. God damn, this is the fire sale is him away. I understand he's making a lot of money, but damn. What was it for? All right, the Cowboys are sending a Mark Cooper and a sixth to Cleveland for a fifth and a sixth. That's wild.
1: But what did, what did Julio Jones get traded for again? Remember, this is a wide receiver,
2: man. Yeah, who we got traded for a six? I thought, right? Some can round get, pick. Yeah,
1: he didn't get traded for much.
2: Yeah, yeah, so, but Julio Jones was also
1: washed. No, 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 no. Time. See again, again, this is a perception thing. We might say that.
0: Oh no, I take that back. Clip. They got a second round draft pick from Tennessee.
1: Right. That's that's but that's what I'm, that's my point. Like a second. If I had told you two years ago Julio Jones get traded for a second round pick.
0: No chance.
1: You would have been like, there's no way. No way in hell. Right? Like, why receivers, especially when the draft is this loaded, why are you trading yeah. for Amari Cooper? I guess if you get a fifth and a sixth, but poor Baker, it's your bum-ass quarterback, you need to focus on your quarterback position. <laughs> bruh. <laughs> Let me ask you, Is ba- you think Baker's better than Carson Wentz?
0: No. Nah. I can answer that
1: quickly. No. Nah. Paul? No. Nah. Mm-mm. Do you think Baker's better than Taylor Heineke,
2: Paul? Do I think Baker? <laughs> do I think Baker Mayfield's better than um, Taylor Heineke? See when niggas repeat your question, you know goes about. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're about to say something. <laughs> uh, I mean. <laughs> I, I I don't know, but, like, recency bias. I've only seen bad football from Baker Mayfield for, like, 12 straight months. So, I'm like kind of like, is he?
1: Yeah, but, Paul, remember, this is the thing about the NFL. How many Browns games do you watch? Right. Not many. He's another perception guy. Baker's not – Baker's been – Baker had a poor season last year. Baker's probably just an okay quarterback. Yeah. The perception is that he stinks. <laughs> and that's because – Every hey. time they talk about him, they show you a fucking highlight, a montage of fuck-ups.
0: Yeah, like, hey, he, Baker had a good twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, he was right there yeah, when a fucking playoff right right like, like that's see, that's the weird shit about a franchise like the Browns. Same um, thing, like,
2: I, I don't right? mean to interrupt, but uh, a little bit more breaking news, and this isn't as much news as it is like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? So. Um Apparently, the Eagles removed Jalen Hurts from something on their social media, and Jalen Hurts removed quarterback for Philadelphia Eagles from his bio. And now the location says Houston, Texas.
1: What? Yeah. Ready for Deshaun? Let's let's do it.
2: Wait, what? Okay, right, let's do it. Let's so do it. So I, I forget the first part because it was another tweet that was on timeline. I kind of scrolled away from it, but the Eagles took Jalen Hurts out of something on their social media. And now, his profile picture on Twitter is still him in the Eagles uniform. But it no longer says quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. And the location on his Twitter profile says Houston, Texas.
1: Ain't he he from Houston?
2: Uh, Possibly. Okay, maybe. I think he's from
1: Houston. Yeah, hold up.
0: I have to double check. I think he's from Houston. He's not from Houston, Dallas.
2: All right, Jalen Hurts is from Houston, Texas. Okay, I'm sorry. you
0: about to make me go roll up.
2: (laughs) No, listen. I
0: understand
1: what you're about to say about Watson. I've already shared my opinion on Watson. I'm not trading for this guy. So, whoever wants to trade for him, knock yourself out. Knock yourself out.
0: Just Watson, low. apparently, but it was also reported Watson had no interest in going to Philadelphia. So, I don't think they're on the table for him. It,
1: it was, yeah. It, it was. You know why? <laughs> does that seem like a. Does, do the what? East Coast cities seem like a good place for someone like Watson? <laughs> like the major. I'm being serious. Like the major. Real shit. No, nah, I tell you. Let alone to Philadelphia. Yeah. That seems a good idea. I don't think it is. Right. All right. I saw some Seattle stuff
2: with him. I with saw him. that too. Yeah.
1: That basically that's
2: what it's going to be. It's going to Seattle. Yeah. I mean, that makes the most sense. I, I think uh, if Pete Carroll's trying to ride out into the sunset competing and not just flittling with Drew Locking them, he better get a quarterback. And competing. the pickets are slim. You ha- are one competing? of the few teams that has ammunition to get him. So I would make that move.
1: Paul, they're going 6-11. and 11. If they get if they trade all that shit for Deshaun Watson, who Martin Seattle?
2: Wins. Yep. I mean, they're not looking too hot, no matter what they do. But I'm saying Pete Carroll is 70 years old. I think maybe older at this oh, point. Yeah. He probably oh, wants yeah. to win before he goes.
0: Oh hell yeah! Also, he's, Seattle's he's, lacking he's, on a lot of draft capital too. So I don't know how they're gonna make that move. Although they did get did they get some picks back recently? I can't remember. I mean, oh, they, my they my got colleagues. some picks. For yeah, they got some picks back. Yeah.
1: But here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. And I said this to y'all before. We can say whatever we want about Deshaun and how good he is. The guy had – probably the best season he ever going to have in his career was his last season in Houston. They won four games. Mm-hmm. So clearly no, – no. So, so because cl- you think if Patrick Holmes had the best season in his career, his team would win four
0: games? I mean, Cliff, I also remember when Deshaun had Houston up 24-9 versus the Chiefs, though. Like, no, no. He didn't have – like. I mean, he was, he was that's, cooking. That's,
1: he was cooking. No, but, but, but that's my whole point. Mm-hmm. Just because you trade for Deshaun – Like, this isn't like trading for fucking Mahomes, right? Like, it doesn't, he can play well, and clearly him playing well doesn't mean you're going to win. That's all I'm saying. And your roster isn't that good.
2: I'll give you that. Seattle's roster is not that good, no. It really isn't. It's so bad that... Rashad Penny had a late-season surge, and I was like, oh, my goodness. We have to give this guy a franchise tag. I'm like, yo, he's been a bum for three straight. Mm-hmm. Three straight. He was cooking, though. Cooking, though.
0: Help me in a fantasy league.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Let's move on. Um, obviously, the Wentz trade kind of ate up a little bit of the cap space, and that's going to have ramifications moving forward, especially in, in the coming week. Um There are some names to talk about, uh, some guys that might get cut, some guys that might get asked to restructure, uh, maybe even a trade or two. But the first guy is Landon Collins. Uh, We've kind of thought that this might be his last year here anyway, and word came out shortly after uh, the Wednesday trade went down that they were going to ask him to take a second pay cut, meaning there was an initial offer for a pay cut sometime over the past few months that he accepted, and now they're going back asking for more money and – Apparently, Collins is not cool with that. I, I don't blame him, and he's going to be out. Um, you guys have any thoughts on Landon Collins uh, and his time here?
1: Collins is going to be gone regardless. Yep. Short, of, short of us and then ending up with the first round pick starting at quarterback, Collins is going to be gone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If they brought in a veteran quarterback to start, that quarterback is going to be making money. S- Collins has been an overpaid player. We had, fucking, we had like a $20 million fucking third safety out there, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, let's be real. This is the NFL. Mm-hmm. Look, man.
3: Like,
0: look, that. and if we're being honest, this whole fan base, we've all been complaining about Collins. He didn't actually play well until he actually moved his ass to linebacker. Where well, he didn't want to go. Where well, he didn't want mm-hmm. well, to go. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to move up. To a position where the coaches knew he would actually excel in he wanted to stay back there at deep safety and get his ass flambayed. for some reason he still thinks he's a deep safety and i'm hoping for his sake and his career he's he needs to be open to potentially being at buffalo or being a linebacker because he's not a deep safety no more and the money that we were paying him <laughs> you can, you can bounce. of course of course he needed to get a restructure and i'm not surprised they asked him to take, it, take a, a second pay cut and i mean clearly he wasn't going to accept it so i mean his time here was done so i mean appreciate what he did but we couldn't pay that guy all that money he was paying. Oh, he was I, making. You just couldn't I do said there cut like,
1: his ass last August. You
0: sure did.
1: <laughs> sure did. Hey, hey, you're moving the linebacker. I yeah. don't want to. Then you don't work here anymore. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah.
0: hard to see Atlanta Collins blowing coverages, man. He didn't look good till they moved his ass to linebacker. He should know that. Like, he, an that's ass? another one that might, that might need to be humbled, Paul. He needs to wake here's, up because his career thing, is not going to be long. You want to be a captain?
1: It how are you going to try to be a leader of this team and you don't want to do what's best for the team yeah
0: hey, come on man
1: so you can bounce man bro you're already an overpaid player i said Great. they should cut your august he played well when moved yep. what if you have been doing that shit since august man so you can bounce <laughs> like how are you gonna come off a torn achilles mm-hmm. the team comes to you and says we think you will best help this team."
0: By moving there. He said, "Nah, coach, like, I'm not. A, I'm not a linebacker. I'm not, not sure. a
1: linebacker."
0: Riverboat probably like, you say
1: what? <laughs> like, like I probably, I feel like they should have cut him in, in during training camp. But
0: hey, let's be honest, we saw less blown coverages when they moved Land in the linebacker.
1: Yeah, we sure did.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's just kind of unfortunate. Um, uh byproduct of the league changing so much you know even like six years ago there was more need for box safeties than, than they are now and his skills have kind of diminished but he's also a dinosaur in, in today's nfl there's not really much room in the league for players like him unless they want to do you know kind of a, a buffalo nickel type slash linebacker position and he has resisted that left and right for the past year you know it's just it there's no room for you anymore Oh, I think there's spent space everywhere. for
1: players like him, just not at 20 billion.
2: And not in the role Facts.
1: that he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Like Lana was Landon's still a I think Lain is still a solid player. He was
0: solid. Yeah. When he moved the linebacker.
2: <laughs> no doubt.
0: Saw him in coverage, bro. He was trailing. Or well, he was leaving somebody open. When they told him yeah, to attack the Justin. line of scrimmage, he excelled. So yeah. I mean, I wish him well, but he's gonna have to, L- land. gotta be humble, man. You gotta accept that you don't have that lateral movement no more you are getting exposed in coverage bro you're a linebacker now
2: yeah the final price tag for landon i believe ended up being three years like 48 million i believe or 45 million one to two um i'm not saying it's a disappointing acquisition or it was because i i like landing columns when we what? signed them i was really excited about it but it seems like it's just another in a long line oh, of yeah. big time free agents that got paid here and didn't really produce much or show much
1: yeah that was flat out disappointed yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. And you wanted to wear twenty one. By the yeah. way. Oh my
2: you God! Imagine like, Dan had done, done that dumbass shit. Oh my goodness. Move on. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's pretend like that never happened. Like that. That wasn't a thing. You weren't asking. We weren't considering it. Dan wasn't considering it. Good luck to you, Landon. Even Dan time. was
0: like, Nah, 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 nigga,
2: nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, Chill, 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 <laughs> chill, chill. All right. Um. <laughs> what other guys um that are here, and let, let's also include guys that you maybe want to bring back um that might be affected by this trade uh some things are floated out i believe i was listening to ben standing gone with Sheehan today and he had made some comments maybe uh b. jack's contract can get restructured a little bit uh, Ev- uh everett you know unfortunately Ooh, b- like he b- might billy jackson yes uh, yeah b. jack they said that some money they can move around and transfer to a bonus that it could free up a little bit of cap space same thing with flowers uh he has a, a 10 million dollar cap hit this this year and that probably isn't sustainable. They might go to Mass and take less, um, and then guys like Ayanidis and Everett are candidates to maybe possibly take less money or be cut. I, I don't know. This is just things I've heard. The, and, dude, the cap
1: stuff it seems a bit. This seems a bit overhyped here. Yeah, I say that because this is one. They knew that they were going to be spending a certain amount at quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's not like they were like, oh, shit, we're going to trade for Carson Wentz. Where's the money going to go? They think about these things long ahead.
0: They didn't react like the fan base did, Cliff. Like, oh my god, we only got 5 million left.
1: So they traded for Wentz. If anything, if anything, it actually gives you opportunity to keep more people because Wentz is not signed to long-term guaranteed money, Mm -hmm. right? This is basically for one season. And, and who is really out there in free agency for them to splurge on, anyways? When people keep talking about, oh, you need cap space, cap space to sign who? Who are the free agents that people are interested in signing? They're going to cost big amounts of money. I don't even think the team, given how little we have been spending in quarterback, like people forget that we basically had not been spending money a quarterback.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So, you're probably going to end up going to vet free agent route anyways, the cheaper vet route, and then using the draft picks. I don't think there's anybody that's going to have to be
0: gone who they weren't already thinking about getting rid of. I think now they're more so on the fence about, um, I would say, J.D., just because obviously we see rumors of him potentially receiving quite a bit of change in, on, on the open market. Because um, I know when we first signed him, he was – I think he got like a two-year – four-year, two years, $4 year 2 years 4000000 or $6 million, something like that. It was like three per or something. But yeah, now we're talking about he may get a contract that's like six per. So there could that could be a situation where instead of paying McKissick, who we got to keep in mind, this brother did have a neck injury. Like, as much as we love McKissick, he's 29 years old, I think, and he's coming off a bad concussion and a neck injury. So maybe the team doesn't want to commit that money to him, and maybe it could be a situation where they want to draft a player anyway. But I already told y'all,
1: I'm not resigning him if other teams are going to pay him money. I'm sorry. We can't pay
0: him. I, 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 and Cliff, at first when you said, it, I was like, eh, but I, I kind of feel that like you can't pay a backup running like, back that money. Like,
1: yeah, I'm not paying. Like, we got McKissick, bargain money, man. We did great signing. Don't compound it by
0: giving him by overpaying him. And he exceeded expectations for sure.
2: Well, I don't know if it's really overpaying. And the only reason why I'll say this is they've been talking all offseason how they want to make bringing J.D. McKissick back a priority, right? No doubt. The no. last offseason, Naeem Hines got three for 18 million. So they probably knew that J.D. McKissick would get somewhere in the area of $6 million as well when he hit the open market. If that hasn't changed, they still want to bring him back. Then they probably would have earmarked $6 million to pay J.D. McKissick this year. And what's not Naeem long Hines long doing
1: is, if, currently? What was he doing last season? Who? Holding a fucking helmet.
2: That
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not paying a backup running back, major money. Sorry. Not but let money. alone
0: also, Cliff, you got, I'm not saying we're going to get a rookie to step in right in and be McKinsey, but you can find another running back to play that role or be a third down back. The only thing I would be concerned about losing McKissick is he was our best running back when it comes to pass pro. So outside of that, I, I really yeah. would hope they don't pay a running back 6 million per, especially one that's a backup. Oh, I feel you, he's, he's valuable to us. We, I mean, we know that, but. With that he's, said, but, you, you, you could use that money somewhere else as well. I feel
1: right. like he's valuable to us because our offense stinks,
0: and that goes like, back we, to the quarterback. Like,
1: we can't. We gotta remember that the reason we were so reliant on McKissick is because we don't have any talent. No. in a world hey. where Kurt, in a world where Kurt is on the field, McKissick isn't as valuable.
0: That is Kurt Samuel for the people out there. Cliff calls him Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> But Cliff, that's like, a good point, though. I didn't even think of that. Kurt, he could do some of that stuff that McKissick did. Yeah. For all the money that we're paying, Kurt, right. we can put his ass out in motion out the backfield and do these screenplays or have yeah, Wins dump it off to him. So there, there's other places we can allocate that money to. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I wouldn't be a fan of paying McKissick six per.
2: Nah, I hear you on that. The only thing I'll say about it, and the last thing I'll say about it is you're not paying any other running backs. I don't know what Antonio Gibson's getting paid this year, but I know it's good. not much. That's Same thing with Derek Patterson. Man. So relative to the rest of the roster and to the whole salary cap, a $6 million investment in JD McKissick isn't that big a hit to you. But-
0: Dude, good. You're not paying running backs? Keep it that way. But please. Paul, let me ask you this, though. That's $6 million per, would you rather give McKissick $6 million per or would you rather find a way to keep Timmy Settle if he wanted four? Because they said Settle's looking at four to six per year.
1: Settle? You also can leave. Y'all tripping. Oh, my thing with that is if you know those I, and I, this,
0: this is this this is the only thing I'll say about that. And the only reason I bring up Settle in that situation is because we know Ioannidis is on the last year of his deal. And when we paid Ioannidis, we gave him a three for twelve. So I can see a scenario where we give Tim Settle a three for twelve, and after this season, Ioannidis walks and Timmy Settle's your third defensive tackle.
1: I'm with you. But those are comp picks, right? Wouldn't we get comp picks for those, for those kind of contracts?
0: Ah, I didn't think about that. You might be right.
1: Taking the comp picks—that's like how you're supposed to be doing business in this league, isn't it? We signed J.D. McKissick for nothing. Yeah, you mean he's going to give us production, and we get a pick for him? That's the type of shit they—they praise the fucking Patriots for doing. That's that. (laughs) Yeah, he took the words out of my mouth. We even do that shit all the time.